Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yo, it's Carlos with a K. The Heat catch the Nuggets slipping, Canadian Bacon Stanley Cup final style, and we tackle the age-old question, what is a Pete? It's the best of the DA show, and it starts right now. Good morning, DA. How are you? Hello! Hello! Good morning, my neighbor! Get Damon Avendola. Yes, how are you? Yeah, thanks for having me on, buddy. Baby, it's a brand new day. Ain't no clouds hanging over me. Something doesn't feel the same. The rest of my life gonna start today. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. The rest of my life gonna start today. Yeah. Bing the bang the boom dong. Be a great question. All aboard the dog. This is why you do what you do. Yo. Somebody stop me. Have some fun with your marriage. I'm coming to you to be fat. Let me be fat. Look, yeah, there's so many sickos in this country. This is facts. Oink, oink. Ow. Hot and hurt. I like pleasuring myself. This is so dumb. A little more juice. What? I am broken. Good morning. Well, as I was saying, I was listening to the radio, I heard something. And what did you hear? A hissing sound like this. Hey, T.A., hey, D.A., let me aboard that mothership. Permission to board that mothership, sir. Well, you know, I had to slide through the intergalactic swag party. B.A., man, beam me up. What's going on, my brother from another mother? Beam me up. You guys are the best. You guys make it. Permission to board that mothership. Mothership has connected. And you the man, D.A. America, the mothership has connected from Tucson to the big baby in a landfill, Portland, Maine to Portland, Oregon, Kalamazoo to Waterloo. We are on the air. They listening, DA. Everything we saying, DA. Everything. All right, all right, all right. It's Baraz. It's Bogish. The summer of paternity. DA. Hello. Still not there. Still not there. We're, no. we're workshopping it. Continues. He, Pete the body, 
Even the Wizard of Watch, DA Andrew Kaplan, you get a baby, you get a baby, you get a baby. Everybody back tomorrow. So we are audio only, no stream, which somebody should have alerted Carlos to before he put on one of the ugliest sweaters I've ever seen that he is. First of all, it's a rugby and it's gorgeous. Okay. Well, there you go. (laughs) Carlos with a K producing today. Carlos with a bacon also will have Canadian bacon later on. EJ Stewart, who stayed up through post-game quotes last night of the NBA Finals. Boy, I tell you, final buzzer hit old Shawnee tuckered out last night for about four and a half hours. I wake up, EJ's tweeting through it on, on Michael Malone yeah, comments. Yeah, angry tweeting. Somehow we're on to a Nick conversation. Yeah. Or now I got to go to bed. Now manifesting uh, Michael Malone as Nick's head coach. Doing oh. it for years, still doing it. Oh, jeez. So there you go. So we have that kind of crew behind us. The man, the myth, the legend, Greg Caserta will be on updates. And... We have a new intern today, Bogues, who maybe we'll get to meet her in a little bit. And it's a great day for her to start because Pete's not here. And if Pete was here, it would be the worst intern experience of her life, I think, to start it off. But I'm assuming she's coming back after today. Yeah, but at least she'll get a feel for normalcy today. Well, but then Pete shows up and the rest of the internship's terrible. The internship will stink for sure, but at least she will understand that it's not like that in real life and she could... Go on with a media career. Now, I do think we let you bounce around to the other portions of our little radio operation here so you get to see the good life, but then you come back to Pete for a dose of reality. For sure, exactly. Never good. So we'll we'll see. Maybe we'll introduce her in a little bit. And She just left. Yeah, exactly. Today, we're just going to have fun, and we're going to talk NBA Finals because the Nuggets blew a 15-point lead tonight. Oh, last night. Tonight. See, it still feels like I'm still up. They blew a 15-point lead last night after coming back within a blink at the end of that first quarter, early second quarter. A much more fun game, two. A game, two where the Heat knew they didn't want to be in a position where they would have to go win four out of five to go find a way to win an NBA Finals. And Bogus, boy, did we pour cold water on the idea that the Miami Heat would be in this series on Friday. And here we sit, a series even at a game apiece, home court advantage gone from the Denver Nuggets for the time being. Where did it all go wrong? It's where we begin. It's your cold open. Murray has the rock. Spo making sure no fouls. Jimmy reaches, but no foul called. Murray to tie it. It's out. Heat win. Game two of the 2023 NBA Finals belongs to the Heat. Wow. We had guys out there that were just, whether feeling sorry for themselves for not making shots, or thinking they can just turn it on or off. Um, this is not the preseason. This is not the regular season. It's not round. This is the NBA Finals, and that to me is really, really perplexing, disappointing. I don't believe it. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. All right, that was Heat Radio on your final call into Michael Malone post game. The final 111-108. Honestly, a shot that for a split second I thought was going to go in at the buzzer by Jamal Murray full short. The game does not go to overtime. So Michael Malone has the temperature of his team. He has the temperature of the locker room. I don't know if this is more of just reaching for something here to try to fire up the team. I did not get the feeling for 48 hours, unless anybody disagrees, that the effort wasn't there for the Denver Nuggets. Look, Miami came out. On, I, I can't help myself with the heat fire jokes, but on fire to start this game. Was the effort not there when Denver turned around to start that second quarter and the lead went from basically, what, an eight-point heat lead to a 10-point nugget lead like that? Then the Nuggets go up big, obviously, end of third quarter, fourth quarter. Yes, they blew the game. 
to me, I don't think it's effort when Miami's shooting is just out of control. Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, and effort when Jokic is going for 41. Jamal Murray's hitting his shots. But honestly, other than that, just shots didn't fall for Denver, which is a lot of basketball. So, folks, let's just start off right there. I disagree with Malone. The effort wasn't there. I think you're in the NBA Finals. The Heat are a damn good team. And they hit some shots that they just didn't hit in game one. Well, maybe the word is different. Maybe it's discipline. Maybe it's commitment. But something was off. I mean, they were trying to play yeah. basketball last night, but they didn't play it the way that he wanted them to play it. It was ugly at times. And coaches hate bad starts to games. And they had that last night. They hate bad starts to the second half. And they had that last night. And then as the fourth quarter is beginning, Michael Malone's pestered to do one of these, you know, encore interviews, and Lisa yeah. Salter asked him what they need to do, and he goes, we need to play better defense, and they went out and actually played worse defense in the fourth quarter. So, we can nitpick on the word, but the bottom line is they did not play the way they were supposed to last night, and making yeah. us now sit here and apologize for a big oopsie on Friday, but we were not alone, because almost everything written after game one was, sorry, Heat, this one's going to be different. The Nuggets are just better. They're too good. And that still may be true. Yeah. Maybe this is going to be an alternate version of a gentleman's sweep. Nuggets win the next three games, and everything is fine and damn like we thought. But last night, once again, Miami did its thing, and the Nuggets just could not figure it out fast enough to steal that game back at the end and get themselves the 2-0 lead. And they, and they tried, man. I mean, that's that's why effort, I think, is the wrong word. Because I mean, Jamal Murray was doing everything he could towards the end. Jokic are still passing. So, Look, the bottom line is this, and we've seen it for years with the Golden State Warriors, and I am not trying to tell you the Miami Heat are the Golden State Warriors, so please forgive me before I, I got this. a comparison, so let's actually stick with them being the Warriors. Okay. But finish your points here. My point is, when teams, and we talked about it, Bam Adebayo in game one took too many shots, too many possessions, they didn't go to the line. When teams hit their threes unconsciously, which is what happened last night with Max Struess, then you had obviously Gabe Vincent had a couple big threes in there as well. When those threes fall in this era of the NBA, you are going to be awfully tough to beat. The problem is it's just so consistent to do that for four games uh, in a seven-game series, which is what made the Warrior run so incredible for so long. And that's what happened last night. Miami's three-point shooting ultimately was the difference in a game that they win by three. But the problem is, I guess, for Denver is... Are the Heat hot from three, or is this just what they do from three? Because the reason why they're 1-1 yeah. in the finals is because they've had a lot of games like this. 49% yeah. the number from downtown for everybody. That's kind of, that almost locks you into victory if you shoot 49% or better from three. And they shot 48.6 last night, so they were right on the number. And they got themselves a yeah. win after being bad from three in game one. All right, so devil's advocate. That happens. All right, you're right. The Heat, when the Heat are good from three, like they've been a lot of this postseason, they win these games. However, I mean, it's tough for me to say that the Heat are going to play better when you factor in they were that good from three. Jimmy Butler was that good last night, and you got a good bam out of bio. You know, the problem with the Miami Heat this year is when they've been that good from three and winning the games, those have been the games generally where bam out of bio hasn't been good. When bam out of bio has been really good, maybe the Heat struggle from three. Last night, you know, you got a combination of both. And it still basically took a shot hitting the rim at the end by Jamal Murray missing to go out. I mean, it took everything for the Nuggets to lose that game. And I know they collapsed and it looks ugly. But in the end, let's take a deep breath. For Miami to play like that three more times and st- and like that, you still need to basically hang on for dear life. I have a hard time still conceiving a way that Miami's going to win this series. So I, I'm with you, except for the fact that 
they've now done it in three rounds. Like this is, we're we're in this like Groundhog Day conversation yeah. about them. Like, can they keep doing it? Can they keep doing it? And they've kept doing it so far. Now it's another two days off. A long window for Michael Malone to revamp things, to yell at his guys about their effort, to show them what they did not do, what they did correctly, to repeat those things. They can also just rest here in Miami. Um, but, like, again, I this was the problem predicting this series from the beginning. Your heart, your mind said nuggets in five. But this is a Heat team that's already beaten the Bucks and the Celtics. Now, again, the Bucks series has the caveat of Giannis missing time. Sure. But... Both the Bucks and the Celtics had better regular season records than the Nuggets. More than one person has said if Boston or Milwaukee had won the East, they would have been favored to beat the Nuggets. So on one hand, while the Nuggets seem better than teams that Miami's already beaten, maybe they're not. And maybe Miami, again, maybe. has this path to success. Maybe. I don't want this to be cold water in Miami because it's not that he fans should be pumped up the list. They want us a fat, bold guy yelling about how they still have to do this three more times. So maybe I'm taking the wrong tact here. The only pushback I'll give you on the record thing is the West was a lot more yes. difficult to navigate schedule-wise this year than, obviously, the East was with what the Bucs and Celtics dealt with. So that's the only pushback. And it wasn't like they were... 15 games back there. You know what I mean? When you figure it out. Correct. Yeah, I think it was like only a three-win differential. So, nonetheless, bottom line is this. We have a series. Mm. We sat here Friday morning saying, man, this may be only four or five games. These great playoffs. And, you know, maybe it'll be entertaining watching Jokic play. And the idea of the thin air and all of that stuff. Boy, did Miami look like they couldn't breathe early last night? Well, and one of the things that we talked about was how good Denver's been in the fourth quarter. Now, they lost the fourth quarter of game one, but it didn't matter because they were up far enough and they just held on and they get the win. You know, it was 11-point differential. Last night, they lost the fourth quarter legitimately, and that's where they lost the game. Yeah. 855-212-4227. I'm going to say 855-212-4CBS. Did anybody notice Terrell Davis last night? Yes. Uh, Did this become a big thing on the internet or not? Uh, I mean, I saw it live, and I saw a couple of people post about it. Yes, this woman reaching over him, and he's heartbroken, and she's high-fiving somebody. Okay, so my buddies and I, I was in a group text talking last night, uh, and I had to go back and rewind. He was like, was that And I saw him. So I saw the woman's high-fiving, the women high-fiving, and maybe heartbroken. He looked like he was asleep. Oh, he looked angry. I thought he was, like, dejected. His eyes ended up being shut for, like, a relatively long time. I don't, EJ, who are you agreeing yeah, with? I agree with you. I thought he was comatose. Yeah, it was like, very odd. It was like he it was, like, bored by it and completely asleep. Yeah. What, well, what it looked like to me was everyone sitting around him was Miami fans, and it sucked, and he was in a bad mood. And it's, like, the 13th you know, time they were reaching across him to celebrate with their buddies, and he just had enough of the whole experience. I know that I, I fancied myself to an annoying level as far as being the fan police around here. Yeah, no, people people get just very the police, aggravated. period. You've got all the rules. I respect TD being a Bronco legend there. I mean, did we ever get the feeling, just because he was a Denver Bronco legend, that TD's some kind of, like, diehard Bronco fan, that he'd be, I mean, a Nugget fan, that he'd be that annoyed? Well, but why is he sitting also in a pocket of Heat fans? Like, where, I don't know where those seats were. Like, why was he not in a better place? I thought that was, like, near the bench or behind the Heat bench. It was. It was. was It was. Yeah. So... I mean, Terrell Davis, what, did he buy them on SeatGeek? Yeah, I mean, he, what, he, he must have got a deal on stuff. Or like. he was a late request, so that this all he had left was sitting in the, heat, Look, in the heat section. And maybe it was annoying. Maybe he had a long day. You never know personalized. But it looked like he was asleep, like he fell asleep at the game. Was that lady anybody? Because they I showed her more than once. Yeah. They did. I don't know. 
I kept trying to figure. I thought maybe it was like a first because the first time they showed her was like a I think a Duncan Robinson shot. So I thought or Struce shot. I thought maybe that was someone Struce was related, but then they kept showing her. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, between New York, L.A., San Francisco, even Miami, right? When we always see like the stars come out of certain games, I just love like the makeshift Denver, you know, fan base. Ken Jeong, Russell Wilson. Terrell Davis. Like, this is what we've gotten <laughs> yeah. out of Denver. For and two- Nugget Legends were there. That's- and, and by the way, could uh, ABC love showing you the B-roll of the Colorado? Now, it's beautiful. We got, uh, what, Breckenridge with the snow. We got Red Rocks. They, it's like they're like, oh, wait, we've never been to Denver before. Let's show the world what Denver looks like. Well, I did see a tweet last night that normally they'd go to break with, like, area music and there's not Denver Colorado music to yeah, play either like, like John Denver coming yeah, out yeah. they got nothing is John Denver from Colorado no he's there? not but that's the that's the point of it was you Denver know, named Denver's after name. him you think like Jacksonville and the Jackson five yeah that was such a weird take call I know his last name is Denver I, I think it was just funny I got it was it fun? was that the yeah. tuba it's a good show you should tune in <laughs> <laughs> See me that kind of day. 855-212-4227. The number again is 855-212-4CBS. All right, remember, audio only today. I know that you visual people love us on WatchDA.com, the YouTube channel, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. If you're tuning into the audio going, where's my stream? Andrew Kaplan, our digital producer, also offers last day of paternity leave, although he had his baby months ago. Yeah, she's in high school. Yeah, so Pete, Pete and DA will return tomorrow. So we're looking forward to seeing those guys as well. So this is just an audio-only Series 6 on 158, free on the Odyssey app. All of our wonderful affiliates nationwide, bogus and I for the next four hours. Your thoughts on the NBA Finals, 855-212-4227. The number again is 855-212-4CBS. When we come back, a little sound check. How about Jody Mack? He might have had another health scare over the weekend on the air. If that's not enough of a tease, plus I'm going to give Jody Mac credit for something. It's the DA Show on CBS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, a wacky weekend between the Red Sox and Rays left Red Sox <laughs> from the top. In three, two, and one. My morning gurgles are back. Red Sox play-by-play announcer Joe Castiglione had a little iPhone incident on the air this weekend. First and second, still only one out for Jose Siri. Four men for each base, two have scored. Which Joseph? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, did you hear that? I don't know where Siri. that came from. <laughs> that was Siri. That was Siri. <laughs> That happens all the time in my house with, like, the Alexas and Amazons. If something goes off on TV or, you know, we're talking about a woman named Alexa. But at least he said Siri here. My watch keeps going off without the voice prompt. It's like a weird little, like, glitch or something. Drive me nuts. They're listening, pal. Every day they They need to listen better. Yeah, they do. Well, they do. They want to... Maybe they want to listen to the DA show Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Now, now Joe is an older guy, so um, he's probably made a tech mistake here and there before, but this is not on him. No, I agree. You know what? To be fair, Siri, giving Siri, not a lot of people named Siri. So, eh, what are you going to do? See a cheater, Siri, on the Rays? Was he part of that? Uh, I don't remember. I've lost track. Day? Is he one with the journeyman? I've lost track. <laughs> Uh, we'll stick with baseball. Crappy weekend from my Mets and apparently continued on TV. Keith Hernandez giving suspect hitting advice on SNY. Being forward, you want to always be erect when you make contact. No. <laughs> like a telephone pole. <laughs> oh, okay. He's trying to walk that back so badly. Well, and like the silence was to move on. Ten seconds of dead silence. And he's like, nah, we're not done yet. Let's oh, go telephone poll. That is so good. That yeah. is so good. I mean, look, he's right. I mean, who's not going to listen to him? One of the best yeah. players of all time. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. I mean, look, one might say an 86 World Series was won based on a lot of erect hitting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that wasn't even... I've, I've made that particular mistake on the air. He meant to say that word. He wanted to say, use that word. On the air as if you have not been erect when you've hit? I used, instead of saying direction... Oh, no. I said the other version, which, I, again, Pete's not here to tell me if I can say that on the air or not. But that was fun. What? Yeah. Pete fidgetly hitting the dump button now. It was a sponsor read. It was Werner Ladders. They work in every direction, but I didn't say direction. And more than one person that I respect in the business was listening and texted me and said, what did you just say? So that was a good, yeah, that was a good morning. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Speaking of that, Jody Mack. Let's get back to normal. Uh, You know, it's a good Monday morning 
when I wake up to an email from Bogus going, apparently Jody Mack had a health scare at so-and-so time. Please pull this. Let's hear. Did you see Aaron Judge uh, take down the wall? My, yeah. My first thought was Herman Munster take, going through that fence in that episode. You know, with Fred the, the, wall, the wall didn't have a chance against Aaron Judge or against Herman Munster. Okay, that's not as bad as I thought. No, he, I guess he's, is he getting better in general? <laughs> <laughs> is I mean, he better how? We still haven't discovered still, the cough button. But hold on, still, well, I mean, no, look, I'm I'm sounding like Jody Mack these days. I got yeah. the morning phlegm stuff. Now, play that one more time, EJ. I don't need to listen closely. It sounds like razor blades are being sharpened. Did you see Aaron Judge uh, take down the wall? My, yeah. My first thought was Herman Munster oh. going through that fence oh, in that episode. God, I hate that noise. You know, the, the, wall, the wall didn't have a chance against Aaron Judge or against Herman Munster. Well, the wall of phlegm usually leads to more than, like, two yeah. syllables of a cough. So that's what I'm wondering. Does he know how to control it now, or yeah. is it less of a problem now? I think that his esophagus is so scarred that it's not even phlegm anymore. It does sound like you ever have, like, that steel thing where you sharpen your knives? That's what it sounds like. My first thought was Herman yeah. <laughs> it sounds more like a garbage disposal to me. Maybe. Which is a similar, I think, you know, metal s- scraping together. My first thought was her. I think he's getting better. And you know what? On Belmont week, this is a big week for Jody. You can't be sick this week. What time did he have Ron Flatter on over the, the flat man? He had <laughs> the flat so man. He didn't had, have Flatter, but he had somebody else in the horse race. Why the world. flat man wasn't there? Why no, we're not going for triple crown? The flat man wasn't there? Uh, I also want to give Jody Mack credit, and I want to say thank you to Jody Mack. Thank you. Because five years ago, I was, we were exchanging seats in this very chair. Okay, I was going to host a show following him, and Jody Mack uh, is a man of pop culture. Okay? True. And Jody Mack said to me, "Have you seen this show? It was only one episode on, and it was uh, we we're going to be on. It was a Saturday night, so it was going to be the next Sunday. going to be. You should watch this before the second episode." So what is this? Jody Mack is the one that introduced me to Succession, which just wrapped up on HBO. Jody Mack was a day one succession guy. You wouldn't think, right? How about that? So the first episode he said, and he said something that reigned through the whole series. I'm not going to spoil anything, but he said, it's the most amazing show. Every character sucks, but yet you love them. And no truer words were ever spoken about a show that ends up being iconic. Who knew the show would be an iconic show after Jody Mack sees episode one? I went home. My wife and I said, ah, Joni Max, that's good. It's HBO Sunday. It's probably good. Became her favorite show maybe of all time. Yeah. Did you respond with you should watch Florida Bama Line or something like First that? First of all, then? I don't watch Florida Bama oh, Shore. Oh, sorry. I watch Jersey Shore, Jersey Shore Family Vacation. By the way, did you catch the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion? I did like not. That's any better. Did anybody catch the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion? Come on now. I missed the whole season, so therefore the reunion wasn't. Really uh, Trey's got to go. First of all, if you're going to go Bravo, how do you not go Vanderpump? I've never seen an episode of Vanderpump. We're too old for that, EJ. That's the show you need to be watching. What are you talking about? I'm I'm Team Gorga, man. I'm a Real Housewives of New Jersey guy. You haven't seen all the scandal stuff going on? I see the sort. Look, the kids these days with the TikTok, EJ, have aged out. Oh, my God. The kids these days. They are the kids these days. I have a Vanderpump connection, though, EJ. Really? Will this impress you? Will this make you think well, I'm It will impress cool? my girlfriend. I can tell her later, and she'll be really impressed by me. Oh, so wow. So, but this, this is this is kind of old school. Stassi, who, who's no longer on the show, right? Oh, okay. Like, she's long gone. Her yeah. old boyfriend, Patrick. Remember that guy with the curly, like, yeah. brown hair? That was my buddy from Sirius. Wow. That was I my will... one reality show connection. Did he rule? Vanderpump rule? Yeah. No, I... All right. Eight five five. I that like how you think. If you, if we ever heard it. Yeah, if you explain it, it'll be funny. But the point is, it's not funny because you know exactly what you're doing. All right. 
That's your sound I think check. you're an idiot. Wait, before we leave the Jody clip, I also have to pre-trash those two dopes over there and Greg Caserta, who thought when I wrote to the group, apparently knew Jody Health Scare. And by the way, thanks to Dr. Phil Keto for alerting us to this. <laughs> Ironically, that, that Jody had an actual health problem on the air as if I would then want to celebrate yeah. a serious moment. They all thought that of me. I'm a, no, I'm a nice I guy. Back. No, don't try to throw me under that hypothetical bus. I, I knew exactly where you were uh, going with uh, this. My apologies. Carl's so point. EJ and Greg then were the yeah, ones you, who you, thought you, I was hard. You think passive aggressive? I'll show you aggressive. He, that is real. All right. Yeah. Lower the music. Let's Hold settle on. this in now because I'm not going to do this for four hours. <laughs> Somewhere along the line, I don't know if it was on the air. I don't know if it was behind his back. I don't know if it was on a PGP. I think it was on a PGP. It was, it was a PGP. It was I mentioned. happened to listen to. People and I'm trying to figure out, did I say it or did Bogus say it? We both said it. I don't know who said it first, that, but we that agreed. Carlos at times comes across as passive-aggressive nice. Is that what we said? No, no. His passive-aggressive shots at not being at the Bob's Bar show. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. All right. I'm sorry. We've, we've talked so much crap about Carlos behind his back. <laughs> different trying to figure out what I got to listen back to other stuff to see what you guys said. Nah, no, you're good. All right. So Bob's Bar remote. For those wondering, not a real location that sells alcohol, so please bring your own. Yeah. It's my parents' backyard. We are going to bring our listeners and do a show Friday. And, Carlos, please fill Brooke in and the new intern on yeah. what this show is because she can come while you can't. Yeah, June 16th, Friday morning, our Welcome to Summer. That's actually two weeks after Memorial Day weekend because everybody on the show had babies show uh, on Friday, June 16th, which, by the way, musical acts getting tough to come by right now. Just full disclosure. Carlos with a plan. He's not coming to the Bob's Bar Show. Why? Because he has to work the show because we need somebody competent to work the show. It's mm-hmm. a compliment shift. to you that you are working the show, that we trust you because some might argue, listening to the show, it is our most important show of the year. And guess what? If we go do the show from Bob's Bar and it's a train wreck back at the studio, guess what doesn't happen anymore? A show from Bob's Bar. So we need the show to sound elite. Last year... Pat Boyle ran the show. It would be a little unfair for Pat Boyle to do it again. Guess what Pat Boyle's doing this year? He's getting oiled down by whoever the furthest is that travels, and he's part of the bits. <laughs> this year, Carlos, you have been tasked when when Pete the Body, King Scheduled Tut de Door, came around and said, who would be perfect to run the show? We said, well, it can't be certain people that might have a name that sounds like Stern <laughs> Warning. It has to be somebody to make sure the show sounds like the show. Sound check everything. Okay, this year it should be Carlos's turn. And now you keep texting and tweeting little shots about how upset you are you can't mm. come to the show when it's an honor that you're being asked to run the right. show. You should be you saying thank wrong? you. Well, I don't know about thank you, but <laughs> to your point, I was a little peeved at first. At first, my initial feelings, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I feel like a little left out. I'm not passive aggressive about it, though. All the things that I've been saying about well. wish I could come or have fun, guys. I mean that legitimately. I hope you guys do have fun, and I really wish I could come. I understand why I can't. Someone's got to come over here and steer the mothership, and that's my role, and I'm cool with that. But I'm not being passive-aggressive about it. If I have a problem with it, I am no problem putting it out there in the the stratosphere. I'm happy that you want to be there. And, by the way, we do want you here. Carlos, let me also just ask you this. Go around the newsroom. Outside of the core full-time members of this show, that would be Andrew Bogus, Pete the Body, D.A., Myself and Andrew Kaplan and Kaplan. That's fine. Well, this even includes Kaplan. Right? You, you how did. many people? <laughs> how many people behind the scenes here have come, pulled up, cracked open Sapporos at my personal house bar, my house? How many? 
Oh, Sapporo's? No, that's just a me. That's it. Wow. You! I had you at my house for college football opening Saturday last year. Oh, you were even you that. were surprised I showed up though. I was, but I was genuine saying you're always more than welcome. You took me up on it. Didn't you get pretty tuned up? Carlos, when you were there? I got news for you. No, I had to work that night. Oh. If anybody asked me to come to my house and I didn't like them, you know what I would say? I'd make up an excuse not to come. I like you. Have you done that with anybody here? Huh. Yes. Certain <laughs> people that kept asking last year. Anyway, I'm sorry you can't come. But I you know, I think it's a fair assessment of us. Now let me also follow up with this. We might as well clear the air on everything, right? Did you expect that you should have been invited to the Bob's Bar Show? Like that we would have had something carved no, out for no, you? No, not an expectation because, you know, I walk around like there's a black cloud following me. So there's something's always <laughs> brown to happen. But I would have liked to go. Right, you All just right. wanted to be there. I just e- wanted to be there. I, I didn't expect to be there. EJ, oh. what are you doing? We can come up with a bit for you. <laughs> I, I can't come because I'm at a wedding. Okay. I was really Carlos, excited to go. I don't know if this has been asked. Have you talked to the powers that be about... Uh, possibly getting coverage for this shift so no, that you can no, attend? No, I, I, I accept my fate. When the Who? schedule comes out, that's what Who? it is. Who's going to run the show? We get we got nine days. You think Brooke's going to figure out the controls? Connor Green. <laughs> I mean, then again, she might. Pete Connor hates job. us. Connor, no. Con, yeah. Look, Connor was part of it at one right. point. Kevin Wall. Carlos, well, next year, you never know. You could have a listener from Hawaii uh, oiling uh, your butt cheeks. Yeah. You never know. I think I'll volunteer to do next year's show here, too. But right. as Caserta mentions Kevin Wall, maybe there's your one solution. Get another job tomorrow. Leave for a couple of weeks, so therefore you don't have to work Friday. Mm. Then we'll hire you back again like July 1st. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. By the way, if Wall did end up at the Bob Sports Show, not Carlos. I mean, he, why wouldn't he be He's there? He's already outside. It can't hurt to ask if he can take your shift. No, it can because we need the show to sound good. You're saying oh. it won't with Kevin? That's what it sounded like to me. I, Come on, man. That's, see, that does feel better with the vote of confidence that I can steer this correctly. You what? can. Yeah, and it's a one-year thing. Next year, you'll be there. And like Sean said, maybe somebody will be touching you inappropriately with baby oil. You never know. <laughs> I prefer A not. boy can dream. All right. So Bob's Bar, June 16th, less than two weeks away. Still no mm-hmm. musical acts booked. I'm this close to confirming a UFC fighter on presence. On site. <laughs> We'll be on gifts <laughs> on site, but the point is, he will also be there if uh, Knockout Neil gets out of line. Oh, he's gonna bounce for us. Or if Shep and Schwartz nearly come to blows. Um, we might, you know, we might do a thing where you charge fifty bucks if you could take him down. You win a thousand, and then we'll just see how many people want to do it. Are they running it back? Are Schwartz and Shep going to? Be Are there? they running it back? Will they be I don't there? know. Well, you know Schwartz will be there. We're just going to leave uh, <laughs> a path of powdered sugared popums from Entenmann's <laughs> from Schwartz's house to my dad's gate, and then I'm sure he'll find his way. Oh, brother. What do we got, Greg? Guys, we are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your family, your phone, and your furry friends with life, electronic device, and pet health insurance. Oh, what a difference a half and then a final quarter makes. It looked like the Nuggets might take the first two at home after Nikola Jokic woke up after a quiet second quarter in which he was held to just two points. He manufactured 18 in the third and at that point had 31 as the Nuggets built an eight-point lead. Twelve minutes later, it was the Duncan Robinson show. Here's Bam, hand off to Duncan, top of the arc, green in front. He fires. He makes it right in Green's eyes. Timeout, Denver. That triple gave Robinson eight points in just over a minute, and then bam out of bio. Duncan wooed while Duncan rude. I'm not, I'm not doing this right now. What does that even mean? I don't, I don't get it. Woo, Duncan! He scored eight points in that Duncan Dunkaroos. I think you're an idiot. Yes, I agree with him immediately. That might have been a. That was terrible. That was a bad one.
Yeah. Start, <laughs> we don't have the tuba readily available. By the way, the tuba not back on a Monday. Did Pete just label it trumpet? I mean, why can't you find it? <laughs> you said it yourself. We have no idea how Pete labels these things. It's crazy. All right. One might argue the tuba bit might be dead because of Pete. Hmm. Or you. Okay. Yeah. That triple gave Robinson what? eight points in just over a minute. And Bam Adebayo later took over down the stretch for Miami. So Lowry, he wanted to give it back, but held on to it, pulling it back. Six on the shot clock. Lowry uses a Bam screen right back to Bam! Threw it down with two hands! Right back to wow. Bam! He said it to Denver fans. Adebayo! <laughs> Both those calls from Heat Radio. Jamal Murray's three at the buzzer missed the mark, and the Heater headed home for game three after a 1-11. Don't look at me like you want me to laugh. Leave me alone. <laughs> He's looking at curry favor, as they say. Where is DA? Tomorrow? tomorrow? Enough's the, enough. The big return tomorrow? Get yeah. your delivery yeah. truck and get here. <laughs> Robinson said the Heat tend to save their best for last. Yeah, you know, we just try to keep the game on our terms. Um, you know, be physical. Uh, you know, get out and run. Spread the floor. Share the ball. Uh, just principles that that just make us who we are. And uh, we got a lot of belief in each other. And we know it's going to be different people on different nights. And at, at any point, someone can give us a spark. So I think just because of the depth and uh, the resolve that we have, you know, we can make it difficult on teams. Ten huge points in just 17 minutes off the bench to go along with 21 from Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. Gabe Vincent led the Heat with 23 as they overcame a 41-point double-double from Jokic, who became just the third player in NBA history to amass 500 points, 200 rebounds, and 150 assists in a single postseason. To put it in perspective, Larry Bird did it in 1987. LeBron's done it four times in his career. Wow. Game three in Miami on Wednesday night. Doc Rivers has ties to both the Celtics and Sixers, and now Sam Cassell does too with the news that he's leaving Philadelphia for a job on Joe Missoula's staff. Cassell's been an assistant in the NBA since 2009. He spent the last three seasons on Rivers' staff in Philly. Cassell won of his three championships as a player with the Celtics when Doc was the head coach in 2008. Now, now that we're all here, and this person isn't, if you could take skin color out of the conversation, okay, is Sam Cassell not a twin for Billy Jocalone? <laughs> That's really Ooh. good. All right. That's good. Sam, I'll buy it. But Billy doesn't look. Sam Cassell He's got the looks, same head shape. Yeah. See, I, I see it. EJ's thinking deep here. I don't no. know. I feel like Sam Cassell's got a lot of teeth. And, 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 and well, you're saying Billy home, doesn't? Home, no, homeboy Billy. I Billy's know. not toothy. No. <laughs> He's not. I'd rather uh, look. Yeah. No, I I don't think they're that alike. Because Sam Cassell looks like he's from a different planet. Billy seems of Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, okay. You tell me Sam Cassell is a Martian. I'm in. I'm, I All believe right. you. All no, right. I'd rather look like Billy than Sam Cassell, I think. When, when the Knicks played the Rockets in the finals, my mom, who's getting introduced to basketball at the time, used to call Sam Cassell Frogger. That was her thing. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a better reference. All right. I just know that it has been speculated by others around here, and then that was what turned me to it. That Billy is a Sam Cassell replica. I would never compare Billy to Frogger, so no. He's no, uh, he's no Willie McGee for the yeah, uh, he's the, a, uh, the old school fans. A, That's a rough one. He's no Bogish either. Thanks. Ugh. Great Bye. to see you. <laughs> Bogish is handsome. I uh, think. Sometimes he'll take his neck through up. <laughs> what about his neck? I don't get that one. Your neck threw up. Your face is ugly. We're um, looking for the tuba now. Stand by. No, I'm not even looking for the tuba. That was an actual comment. I thought right. it was a joke, like a joke about his facial hair. Yeah, I didn't really I, get it. I forgot to shave. You guys this have morning. never heard the term. Is that your face? Did your neck throw up? 
I don't think I have. I don't like that you say How it with sass. How old did I say? Like <laughs> We're the same age, and I've never heard that. We used to write down in people's hands with milk pens. A milk pen? You know a milky pen? No. Yeah, milky pen. Um, What's what? that? Yeah, it's like, the, it's like the gel roller type thing. Oh, if you don't know what a Tamagotchi yeah. is, you need to no, leave No, no, I know that. Is a milky pen? Is that the brand name? No, or like a type of pen? Yeah, it was just that... you wrote on people's hands. You know, I'd exchange numbers with girls in junior high and high school, and no one would ever call oh, me sure back. Sure, they called. <laughs> no, they did. <laughs> no, Here's my not. number, Sean, 555. A lot of lonely Applebee's nights in ninth grade. <laughs> Hitting the apple Where's as a Debbie? kid, huh? <laughs> I keep calling Debbie, but Debbie. Pizza Hut picks up. <laughs> Debbie, because that's a typical name for anybody who's 35, 36. <laughs> Guys, also from over the weekend, the Suns made Kevin Young the highest paid assistant in the league with a new deal that will pay him over $2 million per season. The Suns sweeten the pot to keep him on new coach Frank Vogel's staff and dissuade him from following former coach Monty Williams to the Pistons where Williams is now the highest-paid head coach in the league. From Sunday Night Baseball, the Yankees fought off the Dodgers 4-1 to to take two out of three in L.A. Kiner Falefa leading off second, and the lefty Ferguson to the plate. Swinging a deep shot, left field, backing up as Outman. He's watching it. It is gone! A home run! Anthony Volpe goes yard into left field. It hits the bleachers. A two-run shot and some ninth-inning insurance for the Yankees. The rookie with his ninth home run of the season. And the Yankees are now ahead 4-1. to one. That's a great call. Second hit of the night for Volpe. Justin Shackle on the it's Yankees radio call. network as the Yanks improved to 36-25. That's actually like an elite call. You're done? Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, good call. Wait, you getting you getting paid by the word? No, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. As the Yanks improved to 36 and 25 to stay six back of the Rays, Dodgers tied with the Diamondbacks in the NL West. Both teams are 35 and 25, and that's what's happening. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, believe John Sterling going to return soon to the Yankee booth, but I mean they have been in great hands with Justin Shackle. They really have. Eight five five two one two four. Two two seven. When we come back, is Vogel actually the perfect fit in Phoenix? Let's be frank for a second. It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. The sizzle of the best goals. Sing us a song. You're the overtime ending man. The saltiness of the best games. God, we're having a good time. Having a good time. Crave the nightly action of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's a hockey, you know, it's only it's only game. Why do you have to be mad? He's a good guy. It's your morning serving of Canadian bacon. Only on the DA show. We are winding down the bacon's bogues. The end is almost here of this two-month stretch. The Stanley Cup final got underway on Saturday night. And I can also confirm, unlike last year, there will be no on-site Canadian bacon at Bob's Bar because there will be no game Mm. the night before. Potentially just an NBA Finals game, which, by the way, the Heat win last night did us no favors. But did you notice that on Saturday night, TNT covered the pregame stuff that you complained about not before game one of the NBA Finals? So I did not see it because I was at my sister's get-together, ah. and Bob had control of the TV and went Yankees-Dodgers to start. Of course he did. We didn't get that hockey game till midway through the second yeah, period. But they showed the crazy, like, on-ice Golden Knight guy fighting the other sword-bearing person, like, crazy, Damn. like... Ice show and then I'm they in introduced, tonight. introduced the starting lineups. But I also think the NBA did it last night. 
They hinted, they? they hinted at it. They definitely did again a little pregame intro and the national anthem, but I don't think they gave you starting lineups. So you know what? Before we get to bacon, this was a, good, this was a topic last week. Last night, I made a point of saying I don't need to be at that TV until 5 after 8, mm-hmm. 8, 10 after 8. I took the dogs for a, a little night walk, got back, a little shower, put the girls to bed, sat down like right as the game was tipping off. Because I have no reason to go to the game early anymore if they're not going to show that stuff. Yeah, I, they, I, it felt like more, but still not the full experience. Gotcha. They're, so right. they're thinking about it. So it felt like more, but still not the full experience. It's kind of like Carlos through the K doing Canadian bacon. How All about right. that for a good segue? Was that passive aggressive I'll enough take for it. him? <laughs> All right. We started Canadian bacon about two weeks in with Carlos having a trial run game, if you remember. Mm. He did well. He's done one bacon since. Did well. EJ Stewart, I think this will be the last oink to be graded without Pete the Body at the pig slips, if you, the pig ifs, if you will. I won't. All right. Carlos, take it away. Well, if you're at Hash Hash a Go-Go and just ate chocolate chip pancakes, three turkey sausage links, egg whites to stay healthy, you just might be Sean Morash in Vegas, which is where game one of Lord Stanley's Cup takes us. The final seven-game series to determine which fan base will reign supreme. The ones who lost the mortgage payment at Caesars or the ones who called Big Lou for term life insurance. So, without further ado, let's do that hockey. The fireworks started early with Eric Stahl as he hits a wraparound to give the Panthers the first goal of the night. But the Golden Knights would answer right back as Jonathan Marcheseau just gets above Bobrovsky's pad to even the score at one apiece. Very rarely, guys, do you get your moment of the night less than one minute into the second period of a tie game. But Vegas's Aiden Hill might have just made the best save we've seen in the playoffs. Montour feeding right out in front. Oh, a great stick save. How did he do it? Oh, my goodness. Hill, out of position to his left, reached back into the crease with his goal stick. Oh, they're still buzzing here. They can't believe it. Call courtesy of Golden Knights Radio. Hill is sliding to the left. The net is completely alone like Pete in an AEW wrestling show. And he reaches out with his stick to block Nick Cousins, who could have given Florida the lead right there. Instead, later in a second, Shea, it ain't so. Shea Theodore breaks the tie to put Vegas ahead 2-1. to one. But hold on. I say I do declare. Anthony Duclair ties the game right before intermission. And, folks, we got a game going into the third period. It is tighter than Pat Boyle's pants at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch until seven minutes into the third period. Your goal of the night. Now Barbashev into the slot right for White Cloud. He scores! The Golden Knights take the lead. 3-2 Vegas. 13 minutes to go in the third. Zach Whitecloud, take a puff of that. He uses the screen to his advantage and rips one under the glove to give Vegas the lead with approximately 13 minutes to go. And that will be your difference maker as the only people who care about Mark Stone's insurance goal and Riley Smith's empty netter are the degenerate gamblers listening to Mraz on BetQL on Sunday mornings. The Golden Knights take game one with a final of 5-2 to two behind Hill's 33 saves. But after the game, head coach for the Golden Knights, Bruce Cassidy, on the one epic save. That's an unreal save, right? It's a game changer because um, you know, we come down and get one at the other end. So uh, you need those saves at key moments. Uh, but that was a big save, right? The guys get excited to see that and for obvious reasons. 
Yeah, obviously. Three more wins and the Golden Knights get free laps dances for life at Larry Flint's Hustler Club. Game two tonight. 8 p.m. Eastern, and that is your Canadian bacon. Oh, yeah. oh boy, Carlos. All right, Carlos, let's, let's not influence the judges here. Let's hear what EJ, the new king of the oinks, has to say. Okay, four and a quarter? That feels right. Yeah. There were a couple slips. That feels right. Okay, let's lower the music and talk about this. I feel so proud right now. Mm -hmm. This is not because about another me. person's better at this than you are. <laughs> no, no, oh, okay. it's, about, it's about the segment that I created three years ago. Okay? Trailblazer, and everybody's getting it now, and that's a good thing. I don't care if people get better than me or not. Everybody's getting it. You really care that Boyle's better than you? No, I don't. Yeah, I okay. care. Okay. I, that bothers I, me so much. No, no. <laughs> Tell us again. Totally I was does. doing no. it wrong, guys. No, I we're care. grading it wrong. I care about hypocrisies. <laughs> I want to say. At its core, its core, not necessarily full delivery, this might have been my favorite bacon that anybody has done this spring. Wow. At its core. Now, it wasn't perfect. You had a couple slip-ups, and I'll tell you why. Because it wasn't boil. No, no, no. no. Listen, <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Because I'm going back to my infancy of putting together Canadian bacon. Yeah. Right off the bat, Carlos, you slowed down. Your first two, you blah, 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 blah. You slowed down. You paced yourself, yep. and it made all the difference. But I'm a hockey guy. Bogues is a hockey guy. Pete the Body is silly, an Islander guy, and DA is not really a hockey guy, all right? They would not have appreciated what I appreciated there, which was there was an awesome save that was a turning point in that game last night, a moment of the game. Pete would have thought that was unnecessary, possibly, or DA would not have understood the fabric of that. You played that highlight instead of just a goal, which was enormous. You had fun with the Pat Boyle stuff. You had made fun of me. The White Cloud, take a puff of that, a spinoff of mm -hmm. the DA show stuff. I just thought your telling of the game, your descriptions of some of the moments as well, you actually told a hockey story while not overdoing the jokes, but the jokes when they hit, they hit perfect and at a perfect pace. I loved it. Carlos, you did that hockey. That's your thing. Let's do that hockey, and you did it. Uh, although I was nervous. I Fat Journal reference, good to start. Big Lou reference, good to start. That was really good. But then it got a little, there was a space between your next joke. You didn't do a Marcia So Worcestershire joke, and I got a little nervous through the playing of the Aiden Hill save. But then you came out, and the turning point of the script is alone like Pete at an AEW show. <laughs> and from there... You were off to the races. Shay, it ain't so is good. He already mentioned Boyle's pants. Take a puff of that instead of take a sip of that. Great stuff. Last thing for me, I do declare whose voice is that? What is that just who? What French like French Louisiana accent is that? I have Raging no Cajun. idea. I was thinking of Fog Horgan Leghorn okay. from Looney Tunes. Mm -hmm. I asked because there is that, and then there is also. On the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there was, like, a Cajun, like, alligator guy who also spoke like that. I, I was going to go teach her in the water boy. And I was going to give you even more points if that was who your reference was. But either way, it was great. Four, two, five, four and a half. Really well done. Yeah, I loved it. Greg? No, Colonel Sanders. You're wrong. Mama's right. <laughs> so... I am beyond proud of Carlos. The progress and the strides from his first attempt to this one. 
is unbelievable. I like the story that Carlos was terrible, and now we're proud no, of no, him. No, wasn't that he was Because you could tell there was something there. So, there was genuine nerves in the first yeah, one. Yeah, you could tell. I think that this is a guy that on his next one, he will get a fiver. I think that the lapse in jokes, which was my only big complaint like you had, is because he was so focused on the timing of it, the pacing of it, making sure that he didn't flub any words. The writing was spectacular. Yeah. yeah. You sprinkle in a few more jokes, you got a five, dude. Like, you really, you showed up this morning. I'm proud of you. And uh, now you're going to brag about it for the rest of the day. And tomorrow, I will make my return to the bacon suit for the first Oof. time in about two weeks. No Rusty. Pressure. Yeah. I don't know, man. Is my heart going to be into it? We'll so see. That's, see, this is the setup. This is the pre-complaint. When you get to three and a half tomorrow, well, it's been two weeks. I've been filling in for DA, hard hat guy. Mm. I'm rusty. He's already setting the groundwork for tomorrow not to be good, but here comes the excuse. Will we'll the see. body be back tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, and that's the other thing, That's too. the problem. That's yeah. the problem. I could give you a five tomorrow. He's giving me a two and a half because he wants to flex that he's back to grade in the oinks. No, no, no. Pete's he... going to be more of a problem tomorrow than I will be. Do you think he's going to be harsher grading because he's had a few weeks off, or do you think he'll be a little bit easier and more lax Easier? Now? The guy's getting no sleep. He's got a newborn at home. Yeah, there's no he's telling. Gonna he's going to take it out on you. way crankier Pete tomorrow. So I, I can't wait to listen. Oh. Yeah, it's 80-20 <laughs> that he hates everybody more than usual tomorrow. I never look forward to seeing a person least than I am Pete tomorrow. <laughs> and he's going to be here tomorrow. I won't believe DA's here until DA's on the mm. mic at 6 a.m., but we know Bilotti will be here tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll see. But either way, the boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. All right, what do you got? Well, Greg. I was going to Gregory. play my update, <laughs> but now I have to find the right one because uh, I had to switch some things around with the newsroom computers not working. Mm. So i got to make sure I have the right one here. Yep, this is it. Okay. Uh, it's always good when the company puts new phones in that nobody uses anymore, but the computers are still outdated <laughs> And don't work. That's real. you know, it's good. Yeah, I can't good, print off good, three of Good them. prioritizing. Anyway, guys, an eight-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Look promising for the Nuggets and troubling for the Heat, who were staring down a potential 2-0 deficit in the NBA Finals. But Miami prevailed 111-108, handing Denver its first playoff loss at home and leaving head coach Mike Malone searching for answers. As I mentioned after game one, the fact that they got 16 wide-open threes was concerning. They didn't make them. And so we got lucky in game one. Tonight they made them. So it was definitely a breakdown in communication. It was definitely a breakdown in our game plan. And like I said, we, we just were not nearly as disciplined as you need to be in the NBA Finals. There were some highlights in the background, I think. Why are there highlights being played <laughs> in the know. background of Michael Malone? Was he doing this during the game? <laughs> Sideline interview. <laughs> oh, who trained? I don't know. Not yeah. Pete. I mean, and by the way, Pete, I just got an alert that Pete texted us. Ooh. The group? Let's oh, see. Yeah. yeah. I think my phone buzzed, too. Let's play good text, oh, bad text. wow. <laughs> Sean, shut the bleep up, excuse maker. <laughs> yep. He's by back, way, baby. He's listening to every hour of the show. They come to work. What are you doing? <laughs> I love it. Well, he's got he's juggling two kids yeah, right now, listening right. angrily Bench to you. pressing Timmy. <laughs> Malone didn't stop there, however. Cameras followed him into the locker room when he addressed the Nuggets. Stop whining. <laughs> Your kids are soft. You lack discipline. <laughs> but I've got news for you. You are mine now. 
You belong to me. <laughs> the heat believed all along. It's like kindergarten <laughs> cop heat check. <laughs> my mom says that. <laughs> my mom says our dad's a real sex machine. <laughs> the heat believed all along, knowing that it's a series, as long as they could send it back to Miami on Wednesday night, tied 1-1. I don't totally remember. Um, I, I think we were like talking about, uh, you know, some schematics. Uh, uh, it was more about that. This is, this is complex. Um, you know, basically every other huddle we're talking about, you know, what it's going to require and all, all those extra efforts and uh, physical plays without fouling, um, just making winning plays. Uh, but I think at that time we were talking about uh, some schematics. Eric Spolstra pulled the right strings once again and reminded his team that there's still a long way to go. No way the two-time champ is going to be out-muscled by Malone. It's over. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. <laughs> it wasn't my war. You asked me. I didn't ask you. And I did what I had to do to win. But somebody wouldn't let us win. In the next hour... Glad you found this script. <laughs> In the next hour, we'll be playing sound from Steven Seagal and Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo both had 21 and flirted with double-doubles, while Gabe Vincent led the way with 23. Vincent and Max Struess, not Struss, like I said the first time, each connected on four threes. His and first name is Mox, though. Just, <laughs> Ma- yeah. Mocker. Uh, connected on four threes and one of the biggest disparities over the course of the 48 minutes. Miami 17 of 35 from three. Denver 11 for 28. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Greg. That's so good of you, man. Good update, pal. All right, we'll go see you. We'll see you when we see you. All right, when we come back, enough of Dodger Stadium. Honestly, get lost. It's the DA Show on CBS. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Radio. Really, I was trying to feed Raz his healthiest meal in years. Raz, <laughs> you heard me wrong? DA on CBS Sports Radio. The DA show on CBS Sports Radio on this magic Monday. It's bogus, it's me, Raz. Here with Carlos, with a K, EJ Stewart, Pete the Body due back tomorrow, DA due back tomorrow. Gang's all back. So we're starting the summer here, right? The Bob's Bar Show's coming our way in a week and a half almost. It's Friday, June 16th. Carlos will not be attending, sadly for I him. I will not. 
He will not be. But as part of the summer, we welcome back like we did last year. Remember, our listeners fell in love with intern Amanda. Amanda's still around. She's doing some shifts here, working her way up the ladder. It's great to have Amanda as part of CBS Sports Radio and WFAN here locally. We, this morning, I was greeted to a happy face. And you could tell right off the bat, usually the sign of a good intern. Too nervous to say anything. <laughs> just looking straight ahead at a seat, hoping somebody acknowledges their presence because they're trying not to overstep themselves. And I'm like, I don't know this person. I am not sure who this person is. Um, and she was here bright and early before any of us on the show, mind you, I think. Right. And it's probably worth pointing out just so she gets the lay of the land yeah. and it should be obvious to us. Did anyone tell any of us? Yeah, I got an email. Oh, and I, okay. To be fair, I was coming off the weekend. Uh, one of my kids was, you know, dad life all weekend. And more excuses for me. I totally blanked and forgot. And then it clicked. She's like, I'm the, I'm, that's right. Okay. So someone told the most irresponsible of the group that there was an intern coming actually, in. Actually, hard hat guy. Actually, one. we were all on an email list. For whom? Uh, I guarantee you I didn't get this email. Mm, uh, no, you're right. You didn't. <laughs> it was me and Pete were the only ones on oh, the show. So Pete's not here. Yeah. And you're the... It was all this. You're younger than an intern yeah. based on, like, mental and emotional age. Oh, please see the attached schedule details with whom and when our summer interns are working and their names. And I believe there's two summer interns. But anyway, we welcome in our intern. We're going to have every Monday. Her name is Brooke Stewart. Yes. Uh, well, got him. All right. Brooke Stewart. Hello, Brooke. Yes, welcome hi. aboard. Thank you. All right. So, Brooke, where do you go to school? I go to Rutgers. All right, she's a Big Ten girl, Bogues. Yeah. Scarlet Knights. Scarlet Knights. And you're from New Jersey. Yes. Okay. Which does not have a city called Bloomingdale's, as we learned (laughs) during the break. I think it does. I think it's a Bloomingdale, New Jersey. I don't think it does. I feel like it's Bloomfield. Okay, and you are how old? I'm 20. 20 years old. Can you believe that, EJ? Brooke, you're fired. EJ, we're getting so old in this business that there's 20-year-olds working their way in. The two of you should shut up how old things are. I'm actually old enough to be your dad. Neither one of you are. We're trying to protect you, Bogues. When Kevin Wall said, I was like, remember he said yeah. I was like ancient. ancient. <laughs> we were, Brooke, this might shock you. We were young and interns all at one point here, okay? And luckily enough to get employment. So you're here. You're at CBS Sports Radio doing shifts at WFAN. Um, sports fan, not a sports fan. It's no pressure I'm if you're a sports fan. You yeah. are. Okay. Uh, what, teams? Uh, Yankees. Okay. That Jets. It? Oh, boy. Got an no, Aaron Rodgers girl over here. Big giant house here. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah. Do you also hate fences now that Aaron Judge has been hurt? <laughs> I guess so. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what? Uh, what's your like? What's your goal? What do you mean? Are you majoring for broadcasting? I'm majoring in communications. Okay. Yeah. And what's the Brooke Stewart life goal right now? Um. Right now, I I'm pretty young, so that's fine. <laughs> I want to like learn as much as I can, and. That's the smart answer. Yeah. That is the smart she answer. She wants to buy alcohol legally. She has a very <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You should not have your goals. life carved out when you're 20 years old, but that's the right yeah. thing. Learn, do all of that. So we made a lot of jokes about Pete, who works on the show. He's usually in EJ's chair. Uh, I'm usually in Carlos's chair. Bogus is usually in Greg Caserta's chair. and It's a whole shuffling. You'll get used to it as it comes along. But Pete the Body, we call him the Body, it's his nickname, he trains a lot of the people behind the scenes. And his training methods, let's just say for some of us who observed the training, have left a lot to be desired. So this is us, full disclosure, telling you, <laughs> if you feel confused the next couple of weeks when you start to really, like, learn our engineering and all this other stuff, you really don't get scared off by Pete's techniques. Come to us. Confide in us. We will take okay. care of you, Brooke, okay? Nod okay. and smile at Pete, and then come talk to us, and we'll give you the actual things to, to know and care about. Now, as an intern... 
What's your mindset? Are you above coffee runs? I don't think we're allowed um, to ask that anymore. Are we not? Allowed? I don't think so. No, I we're think not going to ask. Do it for you guys. We're not going to ask you to do that. I just <laughs> wanted to see if the the do it all was there. No, no, no. <laughs> Believe me, I'm not. We, well, what? what here's, we our, here's our first problem, Brooke. Yeah. There actually is a blooming down New Jersey. Told you. I know somebody. It's northern New Jersey. That. It must be southern. So. No. Southern. It's <laughs> northern New Jersey. I know where I go. Yeah. No, it's 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 a crispy cream on the way west of that's Wayne. Why I know. That's how you know it. <laughs> yeah. exactly. And by the way, follow up. Good, good point. We're the only morning show in America where nobody drinks coffee, so you're gonna be fine. Oh, really? Yeah, none of us I like coffee. My second I coffee like in my coffee. hand right now. Oh, well, me, Pete, and DA don't drink coffee. I like coffee. She says. I like coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I like coffee. So that's it. Baseball, football. That's it. Yeah. Pretty All much. right. So no, I figured maybe a Devil fan or something. No hockey for Brooke. Really? Not really. No. Okay. All are right. You, if anything, you... it's Rangers. There we go. Yeah. Wow. Are you doing the college radio thing or the newspaper at Rutgers? What do you do there? Um, no, I'm in a sorority. <laughs> yeah, five sig. Wow. How about that? All right. Now, Brooke's got the life. Sorority, I'll figure out my life. In the meantime, <laughs> I'll come take lessons from Pete. Is there a starker look, come home from Pete telling you to get advanced analytics and going to your sorority house? <laughs> You talk about different worlds. It's good to have balance. Yes. To have all your fun in your sorority, then come here and have Pete slap you in the face with real life nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Bring you right back down to earth. Things well, are going great. Great parties this weekend. You got friends, whatever. It's oh, a good time. here's Pete. It's a good time. Well, Brooke, we are happy to have you this summer. Seriously. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> anything you need, an ear, anything, Carlos is definitely not going to help you, so just ask me in Bogues. We are fine, and uh, let's have some fun this summer, and we'll yeah. get you to uh, kind of learn the business, all right? Thank you. All right. There's Brooke Stewart, ladies and gentlemen, all summer long. Now, somebody who, you know, probably would be worse at Brooke and his job in about 10 years is Greg Caserta, who's here on updates. He's squinting at a computer really He hard. looks very, I mean, he had his phone out angrily. Yeah, did you age 10 years in the last you know, hour? His um, mic isn't on. We're now going to turn his mic on because we turned Brooks on for her, right? No, because nothing is working in our newsroom. Look at that, by the way. You see that? What, Nobody what? told Brooke how to walk out quietly and get out. She did it like a pro. Of course she did. She's got this. Well, she learned how I to walk at an early my... age. Like everybody here. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, I meant, though, you could clumsily fall all over the place. No, I, can't, the I can't find my script because everything keeps getting <laughs> reset in the newsroom. Because What Bur- is going on Bur- here? Burley's not working, so I have to keep fi- opening up new scripts. And now Why don't I... you just print one old school? Well, I got to play sound. Yeah. So we've surprisingly gone a long time using the same things over and over again without them falling apart. But now it seems we've reached the expiration date on everything at the same time. It's like the New York City subways. Ten-year anniversary. That's yeah, our roads are crumbling. We need everything to be repaved. Yep. We, need, we need infrastructure money. I'm going to yeah. try one more thing. Otherwise, there's just going to be no sound in yeah. this update. We've got computers that can print, but they can't connect to the internet. Therefore, there's nothing to print. Right. The ones that can be on the internet can't print. Correct. We have audio equipment that can't edit audio. It, this is a remarkable place. It is a remarkable place. I hate it here. <laughs> so, Greg, I'm just going to tell you, you could also print it and then just have the sound in general, and then you know you're fine. I. Do you want to – you can – you want to go back out and contain yourself? Me and Bogues can talk a little more. We don't have to go to right. this early. And we're allowed to restart things. If you yeah. want to leave and then come back in. I we'll, got plenty of tweets to read. Take it from the top. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stand by. Hold um, on. All right, Curtis tweets in, that's a solid bacon, my guy. Mraz, the gauntlet has been thrown down. Okay. All right. Uh, Kevin tweets in, better tell the intern that Pete mislabels everything in the computer on purpose. Yeah, she's I, well aware. She's of. getting that. All right, boys. <laughs> I'm good. 
The Comeback Kid says, shout out to Greg Caserta for the follow on the gram. Mraz and Andrew Bogus, he's one of the best out there and deserves a raise. All right, first of all, if you think I have control over huh. Greg Caserta's pay, you're giving me far too credit. Also, Greg, you're just following random listeners on Instagram. No, so I, I followed this guy because I didn't know who it was at first. I think it's a buddy of my brother's that he grew up with. Oh, so you have a ringer in here tweeting at us. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. Dan, get lost. <laughs> All right, what do we got, Greg? Oh, it was quick. Uh, the NBA Finals have been as exciting as the new American Gladiators documentary that just came out. <laughs> the Nuggets were 12 minutes away <laughs> from a... could not be more of an inside joke. <laughs> the Nuggets were 12 minutes away from a commanding 2-0 series lead as they started the fourth quarter with an eight-point advantage. But Miami started cooking and outscored them 36-25 to send the series home tied 1-1 after a 111-108 win. Jimmy Butler battled after a slow start to finish with 21 points and nine assists. I just think nobody cares on our team. We're not, we're not worried about what anybody thinks. Um, we're so focused in on what we do well and who we are as a group that at the end of the day, that's what we fall back on. Um, make or miss shots, we're going to be who we are because we're not worried about anybody else. That's how it's been all year long, and um, that's not going to change. So that's what I think it is. How? I think it's the I don't give a damn factor. Where are they rolling on this? I don't I know understand exactly where these guys are getting them from. Where? It's from YouTube. It's the House of Highlights page. And what happens is you you think it's a press conference and then they just roll a random highlight underneath whoever's talking. Yeah. And I mean it could have been NBA TV as yeah, well. Yeah, I was going to say that I get the that happens there too. Yeah. I don't understand who watches highlights like that. No, it, this is the they, post-game coverage. Like as Jimmy Butler's talking, yeah. they're just rolling game highlights. With the sound, though, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not it's on the terrible. tape op; it's on the broadcast itself. Well, but so here's the thing, and we're well, gonna go I, deep dive here. I don't this, get it. This is a training point. <laughs> if they would let us train everyone properly here, is that you can't use that audio. Correct. Right. When there's B-roll underneath a clip like that, that clip becomes unusable. So if you want it, you got to go find the raw feed. To get it without any other noise behind it. Which is usually on the team websites, by the way. You just have to wait a yes. little bit and be patient. So here's a lesson for Brooke right away because yeah. probably she's going to be doing this. This is Radio 101 when you've got other audio like that underneath somebody talking. You can't use it. You got that, Brooke? All right, she's got it. All right, good. Good. Done one thing for right. Brooke today. So I'm glad, by the way, we waited an hour and a half for Greg to find the clip we couldn't use. Yep. Butler let his play do the talking <laughs> and saved his best barking for his postgame presser. Well, you know, it's only four of you guys, and uh, you only have one shot left in here, you know? Mm. Oh, I know what you're thinking. Mine's bigger than yours, right? It's not fair. <laughs> How about if I show you what it's like to be a victim like this guy? from Steven Seagal's 1990 tour de force, Hard to Kill. I promised you Seagal, you got Seagal. I think everyone knew that. (laughs) The Nuggets apparently have a guy named Christian Braun, and he said this letdown is exactly what they needed. Labeled as Braun. No, it's just telling. Because of effort, and that's what we did. We know we got to fix, and it might be the punch in the mouth. I mean, it's a series for a reason. We don't lose, you know, one game, and you got to come back. Uh, in the next game, we perform better. Um, we messed up some switches. We messed up a lot of things that are that are controllable. Uh, we know that um, that's not who we are. Um, we'll get it back next time. Uh, is he, is he uh, talking or not? Days. 
I want to just do what whatever. Is this? So there's no highlights. There's an engine. Probably one of the worst games we played all playoffs. The worst games we played in a long time. So um, we're going to bounce back. We know that. We're really confident in our guys and you know what we have. So this is where D would apologize for audio quality, but I'll also point out that this is my favorite new game is Greg meets the NBA. It was yeah. Max Strauss last week, and now it's Christian Braun. We know how it's spelled. For some reason, he says it brown. brown. And the only reason I would say you maybe should know him is he was a monstrous part of Kansas's national championship team just a year ago, oh. including defending the final shot, and he was like credited with his defense. And in game one, Jeff Van Gundy called him out for not having to dive on the floor, and it was like a viral moment. What can Brown do for you, yes, right, exactly. Sean? There it is. Yes, Boom. Exactly. Strap in, kids. Ian Rappaport is back on the morning beat, reporting in the last hour that the Bills gave former Rams pass rusher Leonard Floyd a one-year deal after he had wow. nine sacks last season. Floyd went blue. I would have thought he would have been pink Floyd. Bingo. He'll pair up with former teammate Von Miller, who feels he'll be ready for week one, despite a torn ACL that knocked him out during their Thanksgiving game last season. In other news, the Bills are breaking ground on their new stadium at the top of the hour. Are they really? Yes. I actually didn't realize that that was official. Me either. I think I knew, like, they settled on rent. I didn't know, like, we were fully going through with this. No dome either, huh? It's happening. Wow. Some sad news to report, and that is the death of 85-year-old Norma Hunt, the wife of late Kansas City Chiefs founder Lamar Hunt. She attended all 57 Super Bowls, including this year's when the Chiefs won their third. They also won three AFL championships in the 60s before the merger. Baseball three-time World Series champion Roger Craig also passed away yesterday at 93 years old. He managed the Giants and Padres for parts of 10 seasons following a 12-year career pitching for five different teams. He also held the distinction of starting both the last game in Brooklyn Dodgers history and the first game in New York Mets history. Speaking wow. of those Mets, yesterday, Kind Sir hosted the Mets postgame show following mm. a 6-4 loss to the Blue Jays, but Pete Alonso added to his major league leading total with his 21st home run. The 0-1, line in the air to left, pretty deep. Back goes Merrifield, out of the track, looks up. It is gone, a home run. It hit over the orange stripe. The ball is thrown in by Merrifield. Alonzo slides unnecessarily into second because that ball, even to the naked eye, looked like it clearly hit above the orange line. A home run for Alonzo. Another milestone ah. for Alonzo on the Mets radio network. His 72nd home run at City Field passes Lucas Duda mm. for the most inside that ballpark since it opened in 2009. Wow, Lucas Duda had that. May I for 90 seconds, Mets fans? Okay. May you what? Saturday, the Mets did their Hall of Fame. Yes. And two of their broadcasters, Gary Cohn and Howie Rose, got in. Great moment for them. Who were the players that got in? Howard Johnson and Al Leiter. And Al, Al Leiter, right. Okay. Now, I don't have a problem with Team Hall of Fames, nor do I have a problem with those four getting in the Met Hall of Fame. My problem is with Met fans. Several shots, and that was beginning. There's nobody in the crowd. Yeah, disappointed as well. And, they, and it, the ceremony ran longer than it was supposed to. Yeah. So it went past the schedule first pitch. So even if you were late, you should have been in your seat by the end of that. Now, the only thing I could say in defense is City Field is built for you to not be in your seat. So yeah, you're the game was, around. Yeah, the game was eventually filled. So people might have been standing along the concourse of the main level, Drinking, watching and having a good time, then being at their seats. And there's a big open space in center field behind the center field scoreboard. So my guess is people were just not sitting, but it did not look good on TV. Yeah, but also look, and I get it. There's a million things to do at a stadium. Even if that was the case, somebody's got to step up like ahead of time. Be like, please be. It's almost rude to the people getting in. Yeah, I mean they did all throughout the week. 
and on social media, on the broadcast, they they gave you the schedule of when things were going to start. Please be in your seat. Yeah. I would. I mean, people should have been walking around asking you to go sit down too. And this is not a Met fan thing. This is actually, I think, a sport fan thing where we've gotten over ceremonies. I will tell you, I've gone to Yankees Old Timers Day over the years, and it's amazing. The more and more I've gone, the less and less people are there and then still are just packed for the actual game. To me, why do you have tickets to that game if you're not going to that special a moment pregame? We're just so consumed with just getting bombed with beers pregame that we put off the actual, like, cool moments. Yeah, because, like, you know this. You don't have to be in your seat anymore. That used to be the only place where you could see things. I know, but Now you can see from a lot of places. Can anybody not be rude, though? I mean, you're looking at you don't You can't see the concourses. If you're any of these guys speaking, you're just looking at empty seats. Yeah. I think it's not right. And then, look, the Mets are not alone. This is a a generational thing. I just, I don't know. Something I noticed I thought was ridiculous. If you have tickets, no matter where you are, to a, a number retirement... Uh, a Hall of Fame ceremony, anything. Go to the right thing to do for these athletes, uh, broadcasters, whatever. Be in your seat for the 15 minutes, 20 minutes it takes, please. But to be honest, though, like, I'm a millennial and I'm going to throw us under the bus. Like, we don't think anything started before 1990. So I just think that <laughs> the, the appreciation for a Howard Johnson or an outlier just isn't there. So I agree with that. But then at the same time, doesn't that feel like that's a weird one to have tickets to then? People want the clout. They want to say, yeah. oh, I was at Mets Hall of Fame day, bro. Right. Okay. And then, like, right. and then he said, well, were you in your seat? Oh, no. I was, you know, at Kay's Corner getting hammered. Like, that's, that's, uh, the I thing. guess. Yeah. But I mean, like, you can stand I, I, there. Right. I mean, you can stand all along the third base and first base lines into the outfield and see on the field. You can stand behind center field. There's a huge screen with audio. So, like, you can be there minus the, as you said, like, the respect of actually being in your seat watching from the normal spot, but you can also fully partake and be part of it yeah. standing somewhere else where I can't see you on TV. Yeah, I mean, your beers taste the same if you're sitting in your seat or if you're not. We have time to get stunned? Yeah! Yeah! Go on now, get! It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. A winning combo on Stun to a News. If it comes from Florida and it has to do with bad criminals, then it's the perfect story. <laughs> a robbery suspect was caught on surveillance video wearing a cardboard box over his head while stealing phones from a store in Florida. But he briefly dropped the box long enough for his disguise to be removed. The owner of iRepair Tech, located in Miami Gardens, shared footage with NBC6, which happened In the early morning hours on Saturday, the footage shows the unidentified man smashing (laughs) glass displays and stealing phones while sporting the box over his face. Mm -hmm. He briefly removed it at one point as he rummaged through the store's merchandise. 19 phones were stolen, $8,000 in cash. And uh, eventually the thief was found in that same plaza drinking with buddies at a nearby liquor store, which led to his arrest by Miami Gardens police later that day. We do not have the suspect's name, but he didn't stray too far from the crime and oh, was nabbed just geez. a few hours later. First of all, terrible disguise. They have a box. It's the worst mask anybody yeah. could come up with. Yeah, terrible disguise. And uh, come on, that just, it's almost like they'll never think it's me if I stay here and drink. Why would I stay here? I, you know? It's the Carmen San Diego School of Crime. Exactly. And he didn't take the box off to use it to hold his loot? No. It was so you could see the video. He briefly lifts it up 
because he's trying to grab cell phones and I guess it was getting in the way. So on the surveillance video, you see his face full on. Did he have eye holes in the box? Like, how was he getting through? I'm assuming that there were eye holes in there, yeah. But the, if on a box, they're never properly aligned, yeah. an eye hole. You ever do like a, I did yes. that bag over my head that year the Giants were yeah. bad. One's bigger than the other. Yeah, yep. you, you can't get it right. No. And I, again, I just I wish that you could tack on time in jail for idiocy. <laughs> Stupidity should be a crime. I'm completely with you. Not the initial crime, but it can be an add-on. Like yeah. you can't, you can't just go to jail for being stupid. But if you do something wrong and you were stupid while committing that crime, uh, that should be five more years. Instead of a crime for evading police, a crime for making it too easy for police. <laughs> that is the I wanted to do my job. I'm also thinking that store is a front for something. Eight thousand dollars cash mm. in like a random mm. isolated Miami, phone right? store. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of cash to be carrying around. This is not like a company phone store. No, it's it's called I I Repair. Yeah, something like that. A lot of guys named Diego go into the back. There's some sketchy stuff going on. Yeah, I Repair Tech. Yeah. It's not I Repair. It's phone repair. That too. 855-212. Thank (laughs) you, Greg. 4227. The number again is 855-2124-CBS. All right, we come back. The Morant you know. Is it only going to be a half-year suspension for John? It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Even the DA Show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Right, the epic fail of the day. What is it, Pete? In three months, Matt Ishbia could hate Frank Vogel. And Audi, like it just there's no telling how this is going to play out because Ishbia still seems to be such a loose cannon. Or Ishbia a good hire. You're right. Thanks for listening to our advice. So, yep. Yeah. All right. Pete, if you're awake, texting me back. I need that tuba. <laughs> I mean, how is it possible It's that he hid this one so well that EJ, Billy, Boyle, and Wall can't find it? I just don't like him. And if you're just tuning in, this is my theory from almost from day one of this network, so more than a decade, (laughs) that Pete does multiple things to preserve his prominence here. I go in a urinal, I go in the store, wherever. He saves things with, with like, file names that only he can remember, so only he knows where important things are. But I was a baby. And then when he comes back, how could you not find it? It was labeled as, uh, you know... uh, December? Red? What? How could you not find right, that? Of course. Come on, man. He's not a bad guy, and it's certainly not that, but you're just going to be like, what is going on? Hey, ho, hey, ho. I like music. Maybe that should be the poll question today. Do you know who Pete is? <laughs> you know, congratulations on all the success, people. Out of you as a program director. We almost, and this is his fear, between this, the drops and the system he set up, we kind of don't need Pete anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the actual Pete probably could just stay home and do schedules. He's become self-checkout. Insert cash for select payment type. Pete? Goofy? <laughs> what a serendipity doodah! Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. Wow, if my daughter was listening, she would have loved a Pete from Mickey oh, Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. Wow. My daughter actually believes that I know that Pete. Every time Pete Bellotti calls me, I'm not kidding. She goes, you know Pete? And she thinks I'm talking to Pete from I mean, Mickey it's Mouse. a passing resemblance, no? Well, you could touch that one. I'm not. What animal is Pete? <laughs> Are Pete or like <laughs> Pete Pete? Um, Do you hear the, the nerves? 
A rhinoceros? Yeah, I don't. I, don't. I think you're an idiot. He's thinking about his score tomorrow. That's why he didn't answer. Uh, hippo, a hippopotamus? Uh, no, I think they confirmed that they were dogs. Okay. No, we've had this debate between Goofy, Pluto, Clarabelle, and then Pete. And I think uh, Pete's not a dog. Yeah. He's not a dog. Well, there's different breeds of dogs. You know, they're, they're not all one Oh, wait a minute. We're talking about size. what animal Pete from Mickey Mouse was? Yeah. I think he meant Bilotti. Fine. No. I, am not a shy I guy. saw it because I didn't want to say cow. Fast. <laughs> 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 all right. Your advanced analytics question of the day do you have any interest in Adam Silver's midseason tournament? 74.4% with EJ and saying yes. 73% say absolutely not. 19% say what is a Pete? <laughs> the, the, the analytics department says the winner of each of the six pools will advance to the single elimination stage along with two wild card teams. Uh, the, on designated days during the first six weeks of the season, teams will play four group games. Oh, this is all real, huh? The semifinals and finals tournament will be held at a neutral site where players on the winning tournament will receive 500000 each. Okay. And the analytics department still can't determine what a Pete is. So the <laughs> 500,000. 500,000 is not going to do it. Not at all. Uh, AMD says Jim Rome would run Jack Stern as soon as he starts speaking. Not a good call. Not a very good call. <laughs> um, Ostrich Eyes tweets about Rob. Rob is the mind of a 16-year-old. I hate to be his kid. That's not nice. Beat Rice says, does the nickname Dother roll off the tongue? The Dother. Instead oh, of father. That's the best one so far. Dother. The Dother. Like you don't like it? No, nah, not for me. We like it. I think we like it. You don't like it. That's I'll why, accept it. That's why you're it's not going, going to pops. You could good me. for EJ? All it's right. Going on me. Hey, Lus, that was a good fun four hours, Bogues, and a good fun two weeks. And we got there. DA back tomorrow. What he's going to lead with? Who knows? There's Stanley Cup, maybe? Bacon back tomorrow. Thanks to Carlos with a K. Four and a quarter oinks. Thanks to EJ with an E. Four and a quarter oink greater. Thanks to Brooke with a B, your new intern. Thanks to Greg with a G on updates. Updates. Thanks, folks. Take care, everyone. Bye, Sean. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.